podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. And welcome to the Terrace Podcast. My name is Craig Cairns, and today I'm joined once again by Chris Iwellmo. How are you doing? Very good, very good, Craig. Good morning. Good morning. Today we are going to be talking about the starts a couple of teams have made to the season. But first we're going to look back on one of the games from Saturday. Of course, it was the first Old Firm game of the season at the weekend. Rangers running out comfortable 2-0 winners. Lots has been made of Celtic's performance in this game, Chris, uh, specifically how Lennon set up. He seems wedded to this 3-5-2. I know we seem to just talk about a back three every week now, I feel, but um, there's maybe an argument on Saturday that Lennon didn't have the personnel for for this formation. Morris Ross uh, on Sportsound described the understanding of the formation as very basic. What what did you think of the way uh, Lennon and Celtic approached the game, Chris? Well, you know what? Well, you know I'm a Celtic fan, Craig, and and, and I, I felt sick. You know, I've, I still get the nerves watching these games. Uh, I I think Neil Neil Lennon. You know, I think he has a responsibility as a manager like, to to stick with the formation that he's that he's he's drilling into the team the way that he wants them to play. You know, this is gonna. It was always before a ball was kicked. Let's, there's no qualms about it. It was always going to be a difficult season. Rangers, I think, have strengthened. They've got that depth. Uh, I think you've got to look at the personnel. You know, I think that that's a massive blow. You know, you look at Edward, Julian, Christie. These, those are starters. You know, those are mass, those are massive players in a match like this. But to go into an old firm, you know, you play okay. Lax out. I thought, yeah, he done okay. But again, he's up against a very experienced Tavernier, Arfield on that side. You've got to try and implement. Uh, imposes his style I think Rangers were well well aware of of, of Laxalt's qualities he likes to bomb forward so they asked that question of him mm-hmm. you know to create that space down both sides and I think Rangers they've done really well uh, and like you say uh, I, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking right as a player a manager's drilling in and he's working on a certain formation Craig then all of a sudden the biggest the biggest game of the season so far let's no hey, there's no we can't argue with that of course yeah you can't then just change it up so the players now we, we talk about the, the quality and depth of Celtic and the quality and depth of Rangers now the quality and depth definitely should be able to to manage it against probably any other team in, in the SBF in, in the Scottish Premiership against Rangers you're missing probably one of your main centre backs you're, you're, there's no there's no there's no no one that comes in and does what Odson Edward does you know I think that's that's when I I've complimented Rangers already when they've brought in uh, Kimar Roof and uh, Cedric Etan you know Morelos is the main man but they've got three players Morelos sat on the bench for two three games mm-hmm. never even came on and Rangers still got the job done there's no one that does what Odson Edward does that's why I'm surprised we spoke about it we spoke about it last Tuesday saying he comes out of isolation on the Friday mm-hmm. and it, he must where will it, you ask me where will he be levels wise and I've, I've said he's, he's got to come straight in he knows the players he knows the formation it's an old firm but Neil Lennon he knows he knows he knows the group and maybe he, he wasn't right maybe he's, he, he's like you say maybe it's taken a little bit more out of him asymptomatic or not 
Uh, and it's a difficult one. But as a manager, I feel that Neil Lennon was right to go with the same formation. But I just think there's there's more expectation from uh, Frimpong and, and Laxalt. You know, you, you look at the, the chance that Eliunusi uh, missed as well. Yeah. You know, he done ever so well, but he's tried to go with the outside of his right foot to lift it over. And I'm watching the game and I'm listening to John Hart. John Hartson was spot on. You just make sure you take another touch and hit the target. Ask that, ask, ask, ask the question of McGregor. So there was opportunities, but having not having a shot and target in an old firm match, it's unheard of. Yeah. Because and that's you know what, and Craig, I say I'm a Celtic fan. I was gutted, but like you say, it's not it's, it's nowhere near season over. You know, so there's gonna be there's gonna be fans that'll be kind of uh, a little bit put out by the performance. Pundits have come out and expressed their views as as they do. But Rangers had Celtic's number last year as well. They beat that's two successive uh, wins for Rangers now at Parkhead. It never, it never, it never. The wheels never came off after the defeat last season. Celtic just went back to business, and then Rangers dropped points against against other teams. So, like you say, I think. Uh, I think it'll bring Celtic. They'll know exactly how much Jonas is on this year. What, how much fight, what, what a fight they're in. You know, I think that's really kind of cemented now by uh, by the result as well because it was a comfortable victory for Rangers, wasn't it? Yeah, it definitely was. And as I alluded to there, there, there's been some quite negative media coverage, and then as well as the usual kind of range of yeah. measured response to overreaction on social media. Have you ever been part of a side where? The, the tactics or the, the systems being questioned from the outside but the players all believe in it and how do you how do you kind of handle that? Well it doesn't really affect you when you're inside that bubble Craig you know you believe in the manager what he's putting to you you know there'll be, there'll be trust me you know like uh, you're looking at uh, like Scott Brown you're looking at Shane Duffy you're looking at experienced players in that squad if they don't believe in the formation they all sit down and they talk about it with the manager. Now the manager's put it to them. He'll have he'll have his, his players that govern the squad and say, right, what's your thoughts? Now Neil Lennon's the boss. He'll have his assistants. He'll have his staff that will be thinking, well, we're not too sure about this. But the players are, are, are bought into it. it. Doesn't matter what what the what the what the fans believe of the formation or what pundits say. The players know that formation. That's what they're. And it's the big question. It's the personnel. And that's that's where there's a big question mark now because you look at the quality and depth that Celtic have got and they couldn't get to the same levels and they've not been great this season so far. This is what I'm trying to say. People are saying, oh, are we are Celtic going to get to where we know they can get to and and what is an old firm match? The answer was no. It's nothing to do with the formation. It has nothing to do with the formation. The players are bought into that. They believe in it, and we can criticise all we want. But like you say. I, it's just disappointing that when a massive game as it was that they don't have the players uh, that they had but again there's, there's a lot of football still to be played Craig yeah definitely so does this mean there's maybe questions over recruitment because it does look like there's maybe a lack of strength and depth here I mean I know you've got to take into account that it was quite a number of key players at the same time but even still Celtic have four forwards. One of them was missing, and yet they still couldn't put a decent front two together. It seems Clamalla still seems a bit off what Celtic need him to be. Elianusi's not a striker. I know he's kind of played slightly out of position there. But then you've got two on the bench who don't seem to be fit enough at the moment. I know Ayeti's a wee bit different from Griffiths. Griffiths just always seems to be working his way back to fitness, doesn't he? But Ayeti, I know yeah. he's coming and got another injury uh, during a match, but he didn't come in 
fully fit either. So is, is there maybe some questions over recruitment here? Well, I think recruitment's it's, it's so important, isn't it? Obviously, it's a result business. For me, results uh, are the most important thing. Recruitment is, is second to that. You, you've got to remember Celtic tried to bring in the likes of Stephen Fletcher and things like that as well, who I think would be a great addition. That wasn't the case. But they don't have a, a like-for-like for, for uh, Odson Edwards. So that's that's the big question there. He is the main man. You know, if he's fit, he's going to be starting. You know, Lee Griffiths has had some difficult times, and 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 hopefully he can can get back to full fitness. But when he when he is, he's unplayable at times. You know, Ayeti, yes, he he was recruited, he was off the pace a little bit, but still his goal returns, Craig, was excellent. You know, so you're still thinking, you're looking at. Looking at Klamala, you know, you're thinking, right, okay, you're you're coming off the bench. This is a real opportunity for you to say, you know what, I've arrived, I'm here. And I, I don't think he done himself justice as well. And I, I think there's that, that goes for quite a few. You know, for me, Scott Brown was just just his, his passing and all that was excellent. You know, it's always in front of the man for the player to go. I think he read the game very well. You know what you're going to get from Scott Brown, especially in, in an old firm, no matter what the game. But I just think that it was a real opportunity for... And like you're, you're talking about, you say, out of position. He's still got a fantastic opportunity to ask McGregor that question and, and probably should have scored. He'd done excellent. He'd done excellent to get in that position. And it's just that clinical. If that's Odison Edward, the ball's in the back of the net. That's the difference. It's an old firm match. It doesn't matter. It's a match. The chance was created. Put it in the back. So, yeah, you're thinking. You're thinking. Recruitment probably does. They have tried. I think obviously coming out of the the, the Champions League as well. You're still thinking that investment. You know that Neil Lennon's came out and said that it doesn't make uh, it doesn't make a difference. They've still got money there to invest. I think it makes a massive difference. In opinion, I, I think that does tighten the, the purse strings. But it's, 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 it's difficult. You know, it's Celtic and Rangers are two massive clubs. They're, they're both, it's a massive season for both for very, very different reasons. Uh, and uh, Rangers have, have, have won that first duel. But there's there's many more duels to come this season, for sure. Yeah, you kind of mentioned that there were some signs of um, poor form from Celtic there even going into this game. There's been some defensive uh, issues, let's say, even in some of the games that they've won. They've, they've left... Sorry, they left it late to win quite a few matches. Yeah. And Lennon also said recently that that win over Hibs was one of the best of his career, which I personally think is an over-exaggeration at best. Do you think these are signs of decline from Celtic? Or as you're kind of saying, like last season, they, they suffered a similar defeat, even though it was later in the season. And then they, they kind of they came back with a bang after the start of the year. Are we, have, have, should we expect this from Celtic again? Or do you think, yep. like I say, these are signs, for, signs of decline? No, 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 no. Come on, <laughs> come on. This is exactly, we. I expect the exact same, that they'll, they'll, they'll kick on from this. And you know what? Put the pressure right back on Rangers and let's see like, who's going to be dropping points. You know, you, you, you said there about... Uh, about I guess recruitment and things as well, but you look at like Shane Duffy. I'm a massive fan, and he's a good friend of mine. And he overcovered, didn't he, to, to keep Connor Goodson on? You know, he's he's dropped. They kept a good high line, and then he's and against better quality. You can't do that. You can't do it, especially when you've got the likes of Tavernier coming in. So I I just I just feel that like you say, you will get a reaction from Celtic. I think players will come back into the squad. They've, they've, they've got an excuse for the very fact that COVID have, have, have nullified a couple of players. They've, uh, so there's, there's a reason, but the players the players will know 
that they were second best. The player that result would have hot every single player's the staff. And I don't I'm not surprised that Neil Lennon says that the, that's one of his best results against Hibs because Hibs are going well mm-hmm. and a massive as in a massive and a massive uh campaign, Celtic still got over the line. You know, you understand they still got the result. They're still getting the results without playing excellently. But then that's why we're all saying against the old form, and one of those matches form goes out the window anyway, because you've got to be up for it. If you're not up for it, you're going to be second best. Celtic were second best. They never deserved anything out the match. There isn't many positives to take out of it, and that'll hurt Celtic. So trust me, we are going to see a reaction from that. Well, they have some huge games coming up to uh, get a reaction. They've got AC Milan, Lille, a semi-final against Aberdeen, all coming up in the next uh, the next uh, four matches, I think. And a, and a league game against Aberdeen is the fourth match in that, actually. Now, of course, Rangers deserve a lot of credit for their performance in this game. Uh, I think it's fair to say that Gerrard's had the upper hand in the old firm matches recently. They just seem to be. They just seem to have a system that really works for them. It, it, I know he hasn't kind of moved away from his system that much, Gerard, but it now seems that everybody is well drilled in it and they can drop someone in like Barker for this match who isn't usually, if everybody's fit, he doesn't start, and but he can still drop in and and, um, and put a shift in. But do you think we should yeah. maybe, we talked about all the players that Celtic were missing. I think it's important to point out that Rangers were uh, missing some players as well. Kemar Roof came in and if he had stayed fit, I reckon he would have been a starter every week for it was he would have been starting in this game anyway. Um Jack wasn't fit enough to start. Aribo's yeah. still making his way back. So I think I think it's only fair to say Rangers were missing a couple of players as well, but they just seem to be in a better place as a as a team at the moment, as a as a as a I, I don't want to use well-oiled machine because I've read it and heard it said like so many times over the last few <laughs> days, but I'm just going to say it anyway. They look like a well-oiled machine. Yeah. No, you're spot on. You're spot on and they're well-drilled. Like you say, I think, uh, like you say, for me, Ryan Jack's one of the best players in, 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 in the division, you know, in, in, in the league. Uh, that would have been a massive loss. But like you say, Scott Arfield's been, been, been coming on and, and doing doing exactly what, what he does very well. You know, Brandon Barker, for me, I thought he was excellent. You know, he asked that question. He came, he linked up well. He put in a few challenges as as, as expected. But it's having an understanding. You know, he's, the Rangers have, are, are, are a massive threat. They've got that quality and depth. Stephen Gerrard's added to it. I agree with what you're saying about Kimar Roof. I'm a massive fan. He's only going to score goals. Uh, I think he, he, he does everything well. Uh, I thought Morelos was excellent. Uh, again, you know, you know what you're going to get. You know, you're going to get that kind of he kind of he kind of hobbles very close to the line, doesn't he? You know, he, he knows how to kind of get the best out of the players around him, and he's, he, he always gets up for these kind of matches, which sometimes it can boil over. Mm-hmm. But I think you're spot on. I think the way that the, the formation, you know, you think uh, Barisic and, and Tavernier, the two main players for me. You you quieten both of the fullbacks down. You basically nullify one of the, the the Rangers dimensions that bring a lot to their play, and that's why I thought there was so much uh, so much uh, responsibility on the likes of Laxal and Frimpong. You know, you got to try and be be direct, be. Uh, be on your front foot, be aggressive with the ball. You know, don't allow Tavernier and, 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 and Barisic to, to get into the match because the quality that both have, not only from dead balls, but from open play, from the, the service that they put in uh, is excellent. And again, you, you said it, like, you, you, know, you look at Kamara and Davis, 
they, they knew they know the 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 position so well. They know the responsibilities defensively. They were so compact, but then as soon as they get the ball, very expansive with it, uh, and 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 they looked dangerous every time they, they broke forward. You know that, like you say, with that formation that Celtic have, uh, I just feel that there's a lot of space down both sides, and I felt that Steven Gerrard had worked it very well. Ryan Kent, unplayable because he's he's going into one channel, he's coming linking up, he's moving into the other. You know, he's fantastic fitness, but great awareness as well. And they just, they, 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 use, they use those players and their qualities very well. And it's just one of them, yeah. Celtic weren't up to the challenge. They weren't up to it, but they have to react. Rangers at the minute, they're, they're, they're sitting top of the table, four points clear, and they have to make sure that they can perform like that against everyone they've dropped points they've dropped points who, who have they dropped points against this season I think it's uh, Livingston it wasn't Ham Livingston Livingston yeah. away was nil-nil yeah it, they can't be doing that they, they have to make sure that the players get to the levels no matter who it's against and 2-2 uh, two, two against Hibs actually as well that's the other one isn't it that's right yeah, yeah. and that's it and that's they have to make sure that the players get to those levels and do not drop points no matter who because that was Rangers uh fault and error last season they came back from international break couldn't go over the line and they had Celtic's number remember they'd got that advantage points in front as well Celtic just Gerard celebrating at Celtic Park which I think he's not doing anymore (laughs) remember he was like in the the camera and stuff uh, shaking his fists I I said that Craig didn't they the players have learned from that experience because that would have hurt and Gerard as well he's not he knows okay it's it's, he's not won the war it's that first battle and he's uh, and I thought he was excellent so again he'll just be drilling it into his players look it's in our hands let's let's put the, let's let's turn that let's turn that uh, turn the knife a little bit now and let's see if we can put more pressure on Celtic by just carrying on winning games putting points on the board and see if they're up for the challenge okay let's move on to a couple other sides with a full round of fixtures now complete save for a few per- postponements I've got marbles in my mouth today I don't know what's going on let's now have a look at a couple of managers in their first job in Scottish football we'll start with uh, Mickey Mellon he has Dundee United side drew 0-0 with Aberdeen at the weekend they currently sit 6 in the table 3 wins 3 draws and 5 defeats it's been a bit up and down for them uh, one of the the recent lows was the 1-0 defeat to Peter Head in the Betfred Cup he's relatively unknown up here Chris I think a lot of people were surprised to find out he was Scottish when he got the job or he started being linked yeah. with the Dundee United job. Did you know much about him before he came up to Dundee United? You obviously know much more about English football than I do. Yeah, no, I, I know. I know I know Mickey well, to be fair. I was assistant manager at Chester. Uh, All right. He was, uh, yeah, so we, 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 came, we, came, we kind of locked horns on, on a few uh, occasions when he was, was when he was trying to be a manager, you know, so I, I'm very impressed with him. I, I like him a lot you know I think he's he plays with a fantastic brand of football uh, and uh, yeah and I think that he'll be very happy with, with the way they are I think with the way that they play they, they, they don't really draw many games you know I think it's either win or lose and I don't mind that you'd rather you'd rather win a couple of games than, than, than draw a few you know but uh that 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 result against Peter Head was a, was a, a sore one for him to take. But again, you know it's not a bad result. You're looking at the stats from from the game against Aberdeen. You know what what thirty nine percent possession. You know definitely. 
definitely they kind of had to weather the storm. Only three shots in target out of six in total. Aberdeen were, were definitely the dominant one. Obviously, there was a the Shanklin handball that, that got missed. So, But this is part and parcel. I think you'll be very pleased with the way that... Uh, that, that his team are going about business, you know, and uh, like you say, it's that's a, that's a great result against Aberdeen, a very good, well, like you say, well, well oiled machine that Aberdeen are. Uh, and again, he's recruitment, he's brought McNulty in there as well. He's come off the bench, didn't he? Uh, set up that chance at the end. He set up, cha- sorry, he sets up Chalmers at the end of the game, and yeah. uh, they, 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 could, they could have won the game with that with that chance it was about their only chance in the whole match to be honest but that's the difference that's the difference it's the small margins if you're going to keep a clean sheet at the other end all you need is just one moment of brilliance to to to, to, to put three points on the board but I think if you were if you were to say to, to Mickey uh, Mickey Mellon after after the the, the, the 10 11 games that, that, that they've played uh, they have 12 points sitting in six I think he'd probably take it Craig you know I think he'd be quite happy with that there's a lot of positives to kind of build on he seems a very vocal presence at the side of the pitch which obviously is amplified with the fact that there being no fans in the stadium he's constantly shouting at his team to pass the yeah. ball um, for me I'm not entirely sure he has the players to do it at the moment I don't think he has enough ball playing centre half or enough good players in the centre of the, the pitch to kind of dictate games that way but regardless of how his side is playing I, mean, I think eventually he'll he'll get that right he'll, he just needs to get the right bodies in and, and, and more time coaching them basically he's, he's very early in the job but regardless of how they play is it just about staying in the league this season because it's their, their first season in the Scottish Premiership and the fact that we've got this um this variable with COVID throwing us curveballs all over the place. Yeah, no, no, you're spot on. I think, I think in his belief and uh, probably in-house belief for the squad is to go and, 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 and try and be challenging and getting into that top six, if I'm being honest. But I think looking at it from the outside, it is just basically, can they stay in the league? I think for the fact that he can't bring in the bodies because the climate at the minute, you know, COVID has thrown a, fo- a few curveballs and it's very difficult for, for teams like Dundee United to bring in that the right quality. But I think from what I've seen, the glimpses, you know, they're not going to have it all their own way. They play a very open style of football. You know, they have to make sure that they, that they, that they, that they defend they, they defend well, but I think it's there's more onus on on that brand of football how they how they are when they go forward. And I think I've seen the glimpses of the quality that they do have, uh, but realistic expectation. They're, okay, they're sitting six, but yeah, it's just about not getting relegated for sure, hundred percent. You said you had a couple of run-ins with them. Oh well, you do. It's one of them, you know. I think uh, when you're when you're sitting in, in each dugout, you know, he is very vocal. You know, I'm I'm not the quietest, <laughs> so you'll have a few you'll have a few little kind of difference uh, of of opinions, uh, and uh, it's just about who 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 can express it that little bit louder. And he's a very loud man when he when he gets going. But uh, fantastic character. We definitely had a had a couple of beers after after the match. In the, right. So it's in something the, that's something that's left at the side of the pitch. It's not something that kind of spills is. over. That's yeah, football. that's football, Craig. You you know, I think uh, it is a very emotional thing. My manager was John McCarthy at the time and they put so much, you have to be absorbed in it. It's 24 seven. So yeah. And I just feel that it probably benefits them having no fans in for the very fact that it allows them to kind of implement his style without maybe that, that negativity filtering on. Also, he can give instruction from the side of the pitch without, and the players can hear him. 
<laughs> even at the other side mm-hmm. when he when he wants to, and it is I think it's important that he's given time uh, I know that not a lot of fans heard about him but he's done fantastically well down south with Shrewsbury obviously then Tranmere and uh, no he's a good name uh, we'll move on to St Johnston one of your old clubs and Callum Davidson now um they appointed a new young manager at the start of the season after having Tommy Wright for about seven years, I think, and, and as an assistant a few years before that. Um, it's a completely different way from playing, it seems. Um, earlier in the season, St Johnston were struggling in front of goal, but they seem to have they seem to have broken the seal now and can't stop scoring the last couple of games. One was against Brecon right enough, but they've scored 12 in the last two games. Now, you'll know Callum Davidson from your time at St Johnston and presumably from some of the time you spent in England as well. What, what do you think of the job he's doing at McDermott Park at the moment? Again, it's he, he's inherited a very good, very good club. You know, a club that he knows, a very good squad uh, and a club that he knows very, very well. You know, I, Callum's a great, great character. You know, obviously I was there uh, when Tommy Wright and Callum was his assistant so uh, and then Tommy Wright had that the, the, I think the heart problem so Callum took over for a few games as well you know I think uh, he, he's brought he's, he's brought in some some good players they have dominated a lot of the matches that they've not got anything out of uh, this season as well they have created a lot of chances and they've They've been very guilty of 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 not being clinical, you know. But like you say, goals are goal, goals are goals, and I think uh, like you say, twelve goals and two outstanding. Stevie May, a little hat trick, and then obviously he's, he's got his double uh, at, at the weekend uh, against Hamilton. Uh, you know what? I just I think it's again. I've listened to Tommy Wright, and Tommy Wright's someone that I, I, I know very well, and he says that, uh, that that St Johnson will be up there or thereabouts. And I think they're just finding their feet. Conway, two goals again. I think they've, they've brought in Matt Namara from, from Millwall. I think he's a fantastic player. You know, I think that's someone that that Callum, with that relationship that he's got with Gary, Gary Rowett uh, as well, I, I wouldn't be surprised if if he, if he can bring in a, a couple more that are probably fringe players down there that'll, that'll do very well. But he's got a very good squad Stevie May you know he's always going to score goals I know Stevie very well he's part of my 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 car school when I was when I was at St Johnson he's, he's, a, he's a great character and he loves football he's just very laid back you know and you know, I think uh, he's he's been guilty of a, of of, a, of missing a few chances, but like you say, he's he's opened the he's opened the the scoring uh, the doors now, and he's uh, he's unstoppable. And you know, like David Wotherspoon as well. You know, a, a player that was there when I was there, and he's just he's he's unsung. You know, he goes under the radar, but he's such a quality player. You know, he's he's box to box, fantastic technical player. And you know what? He does bring goals as well, Craig. So I think Callum has all the ingredients for a fantastic season, but the players just have to make sure that when they create the chances, when they're on top, when they're dominant, they have to they have, they have to make sure that they're clinical as well. I, I, I heard uh, Richard Foster speaking about David Wotherspoon recently, and he was saying that when he was at St Johnston, he thought David Wotherspoon was probably the best player there in terms of ability, but he just lacked in... Uh, a, a bit of belief it's like he didn't believe in his own ability but he said he was just an unbelievable player and he yeah. shows it sometimes Saturday there in the first half he was 
he was absolutely amazing. Were you was Witherspoon at St John's debut? Was he there that far he back? Was, no, he was there. He was been there. He's been there a long time. Aye, because I remember he was at Hibs for a long time, and he struggled yeah. at Hibs. And he, he was like he was well thought of when he came through, but the, the Hibs fans were a wee bit unforgiven with him after a while, I think. And he needed a move, and he got the move to St John's, and it seemed like a perfect move for him. But and I don't know, he's blown a bit hot and cold. But yeah, I didn't realise it was that far back while you were there actually. Yeah, he's he's got he's got absolutely everything. Uh, I've got I've got I think he's and and I completely understand what uh, Foster's saying there about the the belief. You know, I think uh, he could go anywhere, David Witherspoon. That's how good he is. You know, and and he's and you can see it, and that's that's probably why. You know, like the consistency. He's not reaching those levels consistently enough, but he's he's got it. He finds the game very easy. Very fit lad technically outstanding you know can see a pass can execute it can score goals he does everything very well you know so again uh, I don't want to kind of disrespect St Johnson but he he could David Witherspoon could go to a Rangers could go to a Celtic do very well even come down to England uh, and and maybe that 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 moves should should have happened probably five six seasons ago you know, but uh, a fantastic player. And they have, they've got quality all round. And I just think the way that Callum Davis, he doesn't need to tweak it too much. You know, he doesn't, he needs to go in and he needs to kind of implement his style, make uh, make them play at, to be his, the extension of himself. Uh, but I think, I think Callum Davidson has learned so much under Tommy Wright as well that he doesn't really want to, to meddle too much he understands what he's got. He understands the way that he wants to play, uh, and I and I feel that we'll see, we've seen that in glimpses, and hopefully now they'll kick on and do what they do. He's got a big reputation in the game, Callum Davidson, doesn't he? Both up here and down south, he's been highly thought of as a coach for for quite a while now. And I do remember, even when he was a player, I remember uh, like Craig Brown being a really big fan of not him just as a player, but as a character as well. But yeah, he, he seems to have like for years now, he's had this big reputation as like a, a, a good up and coming coach no he's got everything C- Callum is one of those leaders in the dressing room you know I, when I came to English football it was David Moyes that brought me over because my agent was Kenny Moyes and I was at Preston and Callum was at Preston at the time uh, and, and and even from then so that was in, that was in uh, 1999 that I first met Callum uh, and he's, he is he's, he's a fantastic character big character very strong in his beliefs and how he wants to play his football but he's very understanding uh, you knew you knew that he was going to be a manager a coach uh, and I think he's relishing the chance but I, I just think uh He's very open. He's very open to other people expressing their opinions about football, and then he'll take what he needs from that, and then and improve himself. I think he knows that he's still got a lot to learn, but he's very strong in the way that he wants to manage, and he's he, he's a big believer in the way that he does things. So I think the players will buy into that. Well, it's very evident that they have bought into it by the way that that they play and the way that they they kind of go about business and and the way that they've created. I think this, the thing that has let them down is just basically uh, they've not been clinical uh, when they've created those chances. So I think this he's, St. Johnson are definitely going to be be up there. Uh, and uh, I think the position just now, what, ninth? They're, they're not a million miles away, but uh, you'll be disappointed with some of the results so far, for sure. I think we'll leave it there, Chris. Thanks again for joining me. Not a problem, mate. Absolute pleasure as always. 
Cheers. And to the listeners, thanks again for tuning in and be sure to check out all our other shows that are going up as well as our Patreon content. And we'll see you again soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.